0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast, season 2, episode 228. Today we're going to be talking about a, uh, uh, a recent updated case uh, from Milford, uh, Connecticut from 2006. Uh, the murder of a 26-year-old uh, dancer and uh, actress, uh, Alexandra uh, Duchesne. Uh, she was found by her mother... Uh, in a basement uh, on their Booth Bay uh, Street home um, on May 19, 2006 uh, the victim was uh, beaten to death uh, almost beyond recognition and uh, stabbed it had always been suspected uh, that at the time her uh, ex-boyfriend, Matthew Pug, uh, had been uh, the suspect in the crime. Although the the problem was that there had been so little um, forensic evidence that uh, there was actually uh, trouble uh, trying to uh, connect uh, Pug uh, to to the crime itself. And we'll get into that in a little while. you know, and this is the type of person that the victim was. Uh, She had planned to establish soup kitchens uh, you know, along with her uh, uh, Xandra's Kids Charity, uh, Gifts for the Needy uh, in in the town I used to work in, in Bridgeport, Connecticut. So this is the type of person that, uh, you know, became a victim of, uh, you know, what else can you say but nothing more than a monster. I mean, and that's, um, you know, that's what had happened. Uh, as far as the forensic evidence, the only thing that had been left in the uh, the, the crime scene at the time was a piece of uh, tape that was uh, on her cheek, and more than likely what, what happened was the suspect had Taken a tape, put it over her mouth so she couldn't scream uh, beat her to death, stabbed her and then attempted to remove the tape, uh, failing to get all of it um, like I always tell people, you know especially criminals, the likelihood of you ever really getting away with a crime like this is very slim. I mean don't believe what you see on TV. Uh, if you're a, a murder suspect or a serial killer, it's more than likely one way or the other you are going to be uh, caught. Um, we'll get into a little bit of the case, but um, after 10 years, I mean, you're talking almost 2016, uh, Pug was eventually uh, arrested on warrant, and uh, Superior Court uh, Judge Denise uh, Markle added a 60 uh, 60 year sentence for the murder and a concurrent 20-year term for burglarization of uh, the victim's home now here here are some of the, the sticky points the although the court had initially um, well let me let me retrograde back um, the victim had started going out with pug when she was 16 okay um, during the relationship, uh, Pug had been arrested for narcotics, put in jail, subsequently ending the relationship. Uh, he was released in 2004. Now, for two years, uh, Pug threatened her, harassed her. Uh, the court, you know, typed out protective orders and this and that. And I, I just have to tell you, in theory, it's all well and good, but, you know, a piece of paper is not going to stop. Somebody like like Pug from doing what they're going to do. You know, you got to kind of have to figure things out how how you're going to really handle it. Uh, You know, uh, and and in the typical scenario, Pug because he hadn't been arrested for almost 10 years uh, had just you know flaunted you know you know just like he was untouchable. Well, even the untouchables uh, are touchable. Uh, Pug was eventually turned in. The state had offered a fifty thousand dollar reward. Uh, one of Pug's cousins, uh, who had um, overheard Pug talking, or had conversations with Pug, um, realized that, you know, he and, he in fact had been the murderer. And <clears throat> let's get back to the uh, the this, the piece of tape that was found on her mouth—it uh, was determined that the type of tape was not could not be purchased, uh, you know, uh, at a retailer store or online. It was a specific type of tape used for uh, uh, aeronautics. Um, only three places uh, had it; three three companies. Uh, Pug worked for one of them. Uh, search warrant uh, found a roll of this tape in his uh, kitchen. Uh, the cousin reported that while Pug worked at the this company, he had spoke about the tape, uh, taking uh, boots, um, slickers, gloves, all kind of stuff so that uh, when he committed the crime, and this is what he told his cousin uh, that he would that they would not be able to retrieve uh, DNA evidence. and um, you know, he was caught so. I uh, just remember my saying that uh, a mystery is only a mystery until the, the answer is found. Um, you know, the uh, the sad thing about this, and it, you know, I'm going to kind of bring this kind of a little uh, up to date. Um, although he was arrested and he, I- he is in jail, uh, you know, this is starting to become more of a, a common occurrence with uh, people that are being let out of jail early for violent crimes. Uh, they have this, this type of like psychosis where you know they can't um, uh, they can't let things go. Um, so, you know, to, you know, he had gone out with her when he was 16. Now this is 10 years later that he, he commits this crime. I mean, so for 10 years you're sitting around stewing and nobody had noticed that this person may be a, uh, a little bit of a um, problem. You know, and, and here, these, this is an issue not to, you know, sidetrack from this case, but, you know, cases like this are going to start, especially in the state of New York, where you have a, um, you know, district attorneys and um, legislation that just want to let all these uh, violent offenders go, I mean, you know, uh, murderers, uh, rapists, and this and that, because, you know, they're so (coughs) enthralled about, you know, getting votes, making everybody think they're a good guy, happy, happy. Well, You know, anybody that's been on the street as a cop knows that these people don't change. They are just as dangerous, or if not more dangerous, when they are released. And this is a condition that, uh, you know, people just don't want to accept. Because, you know, I don't want to call it a liberalistic type of mentality, but that's exactly what it is. You think that, you know, we are in the kumbaya state, which we're not. These people don't change. Um, pug will never change if you released him I'm quite sure even if it's in the next 20 years his type of uh, psychosis and um, his behavior I, I'm quite sure is not going to uh, is not going to change so um, it's a good update on the case unfortunately uh, you know, we had an, uh, a, an aspiring actress uh, and just, just an all-around good person uh, be a victim of a homicide to an individual, quite honestly, who, you know, to me, um, is something lower than gutter level. So, with that being said, uh, that that's the update on the case. Uh, he is in prison, never to see the light of day again. Um, you know hopefully he doesn't pass away soon so he can sit there and think about it for decades and decades and decades and maybe some more decades um, but with that being said uh, good job to the Milford detectives that worked on the case um, you know they did a good job um, I know cases when there's no evidence it's very hard to um, sometimes link things together but it does happen uh, I have been asked to kind of do a quick uh, review of the case for a, uh, a TV show up in uh, I, b- I believe it's based out of Canada, um, and uh, it was just a stellar job done, and uh, you know hopefully people like Puggle realize that you know there's only one place for you, it's it, it, it's a jail cell. So, you might want to have second thoughts before you do something like that. Um, Until then, this is Michael C. Bouchard. This is episode 228, season 2 of the Night Stalker podcast.